This episode is brought to you by Smart Food. What makes Smart Food so smart? It's Air Pop popcorn, tossed in white cheddar cheese, only 70 calories per cup, a notorious black bag of popcorn deliciousness. You are what you eat. Welcome to the Smart Club. Shop now at snacks.com. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no. She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner. Doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Welcome, I'm Dr. Damien Gibson, this is WrestleWolf, and this is our uh, review of AEW Dynamite, a weekly review. Uh, Matt, uh, Sir Matt, uh, is still on assignments. Uh, so, um, we will continue to do the same format that we've been doing while he's been away. I'll just quickly run down the card of Dynamite. Um, so, a quick recap. And then a quick review. Uh, I have been sick as a dog uh, this week, so there's been uh, a lot less uh, output, and I apologise for that. But uh, I literally could not get out of bed, so this is the uh, first time I've actually got out of bed is to do this uh, podcast. So, anyway, let's get onto it. Uh, get onto it. Get into it. Uh, we started with the uh, highlights of last week. Uh, with the Young Bucks turning heel. <clears throat> uh, then we cut to I'm Mike Tyson, uh, was attempting to film an introduction uh, and got interrupted by MJF, who tried to bribe him to uh, be on his, to be on the pinnacle side in the, um, uh, in the pinnacle versus inner circle kind of match later on, <clears throat> which Mike Tyson would be the special guest enforcer at. And then the opening match, uh, we had uh, the well, what was a tag team championship match, where the Young Bucks got a win over uh, Death Triangle, Pack and Ray Phoenix. Uh, at the end of this match, um, the uh, Bucks went after uh, Ray's mask, which is no 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 went straight so from there we went straight to hangman page who was with the dark order backstage alex Marce- marvez asked him about uh, kenny omega and his rekindled friendship with the young bucks uh hangman dodged the question disappeared and then we got some very nice uh johnny hungy work up next we had the number two ranked red velvet must be um she must have been pretty busy on dark <laughs> Uh, versus Jay Cargill. The uh, Jay Cargill got the the win here. Next up, uh, Tony Giovanni interviewed Britt Baker, and uh, Britt was basically talking about how she's climbing up the rankings. Olympic medalist Anthony Agogo uh, with QT Marshall and the Factory. It should just be called the Factory. This whole thing uh, made his in-ring debut against Cole Carter. This ended. This was uh, ended by the referee after uh, Agogo 
landed a, a gut punch. We'll get onto that later, but uh, anyway, I keep going to review it as we go along, but it's going to go through the card and then I'll give you my thoughts. Uh, next up, we had Dax Harwood versus uh, Chris Jericho uh, with the special ringside enforcer of Mike Tyson. Um, Chris Jericho ended up getting the win here. Um, of course, the inner circle and pinnacle got involved. Uh, pretty brutal uh, match. Mike Tyson uh, <laughs> knocked out uh, Cash Wheeler with a proper punch. Like, I'm pretty sure it was proper. If they somehow work that, they, they did a really good job. But uh, uh, then we had a package, a uh, video package for Thunder Rosa. Uh, she basically was saying that she's in the AEW and NWA uh, Women's Championship race because Serena Deeb is coming back, <clears throat> um, who is the current NWA champion, which is still really interesting to see what happens with Power and Dynamite. Um we still don't know what the working relationship is there between the two companies. So um, my moment of the night was uh, Chris Stantlander coming out to um, the Pixies. It was worth every cent for Tony Khan to buy this theme. Uh, she made her in-ring uh, action or in-ring uh, return against Amber Nova uh, and got the win. It was just a, it wasn't a squash match, but it was a, welcome you know i'm back uh look out all other female competitors match uh Dasha interviews team taz backstage basically asking you know have you heard from christian taz is like no we haven't there's still simmering uh tension between ricky starks and and brian cage um then we cut to tony Schiavone, who's in the ring about to interview christian cage who gets inter interrupted by taz um uh and then uh Earlier, Taz had told uh, Cage and Starks to stay backstage. Uh, Will Hobbs comes out with Taz and, and Will Hobbs basically beats down Christian Cage. Um, and then we're at the main event. Uh, it's a TNT Championship Falls Count Anywhere match uh, between Darby Allen and Matt Hardy. Uh, these guys really brought it. Um, Matt Hardy just looks awkward because of the amount of damage he's done to his body. But anyway... I will get to that in a second. Uh, Darby Allen retained. Um, there was a lot of, not gaga, I'm not going to say gaga, but there was a lot of interference um, in this match. Dark Order came out, which I was kind of not 100% sure of. I mean, uh, the family, the Hardy family office were there first, and then Dark Order came out, and then Sting, uh, Lance Archer appeared. Um, there was a lot. There was a lot in this match. But anyway, Darby Allen retained. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this episode, guys. It's going to be a really short episode because I'm I'm really not feeling 100%. But, um, yeah, so a great episode. Um, I watched a lot of WWE. The plan for this week was that we were actually going to cover WWE stuff. We were gonna, I was going to do uh, – the initial plan was that we were going to do – I was going to do NXT – night one and two uh mania night one and two and possibly the raw um just as a little sort of wwe package uh to get out there and i've just been so i ended up, i watched all of it um and uh and then fell really sick before i could record everything and um it was so refreshing to watch this dynamite after having watched five days of wwe uh, 
programming. It was it just it's just so much better. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Elevation and Dark that is not great. Not everything AEW does, I think, uh, you know, is worthy of a golden medal. <laughs> but um, this episode of Dynamite was really, really good. Um, what are the main points I want to take away? Look, I, you know, I don't want to be too much of a dickhead about it, but, I, you know, I did mention in the last AEW review that I think I thought people were being hysterical about their reaction to the Bucks turn. Um, you know, and I I don't want to say that I was right, but I was, that Mac Jack, Matt Jackson's acting was pretty poor and that's what people concentrated on. Um, or he was trying to convey that he was confused, but, you know, I mean, supposedly after the Dynamite episode went off air last week, you saw more of the Bucks really turning heel and I think that would have actually allayed a lot of people's... Um, issues with last week but i think i think as a fandom we need to be a little more forward thinking you know and this probably goes with wwe as well i mean the problem the difference between AEW and wwe is that you can trust AEW because the majority of their time like you know 90 95 percent of the time the booking is quality whereas you know 10% 10% of the time in WWE, the booking is quality. So, um, but anyway, my point is that last week, all the, you know, and I, I know all the channels have to have something to talk about. You know, if you've got negative videos or negative podcasts or negative headlines that you can put on articles, then, you know, you get more clicks, downloads, whatever. But uh, I could not understand people's criticisms of last week. That, that, made no sense to me whatsoever it's like oh is it the, i don't understand are the bucks good are they heels are they faces i don't it was like it was obvious that they were that they were heels <clears throat> but i was very thankful that the very beginning of this was a proper proper heel turn um you know that we saw the the proper bucks you know like that's the first thing that we saw and they're just so much you know, they're so, they're, you know, they're so hateable. Like, no one says it, <laughs> but they just are. They're just, they're just hateable guys and they're perfect as, uh, as heels. And I love all of the elite guys being together. Um, one thing I would, uh, really suggest is that Kenny Omega and Don Callis are the only ones cutting promos. Um, or maybe, uh, you know, Anderson. There was a promo that was done later. Don Callis killed it. Just a fantastic promo. Kenny Omega killed it. Fantastic promo. And then they passed the mic to Matt, who Matt Jackson seems to think that he's a great promo. And it just, it just lulls. Um, and there's a sort of a danger of that happening a lot in AEW factions. They sort of pass the mic around to three or four different people when really there's one or two at most people who should be um, doing the promos. You know, I what's the point? I, I just don't understand what the point of having a manager is if they're not doing all the talking. That makes no sense to me. Um, unless it's a character development where that person's going to break out or something along those lines. Um, anyway. This was great. the The match between the Bucks and and 
uh, Ray and Pack was phenomenal. Um, setting the tone is important in a wrestling show, and uh, the first match obviously does that, and, and this match did that. Uh, so much fun. I really cannot believe that I'm getting into uh, the factory. Uh, this is this is probably the one time... Uh, well, actually, sorry, let me hold off on that. I'll just I'll quickly talk about Hangman <clears throat> in relation to uh, the Bucks and the Elite or Elite Bullet Club Superkick Party, whatever we're calling them. The Elite, I think, is what we're calling them, probably. Um, uh, for them to immediately cut cut to, to Hangman and for him to be dodging the issue and, and the Dark Order almost covering up for him, it's just great. It's just great storytelling. The Bucks coming out of the um, the heel tunnel as well, very sort of like looking through it, like, ooh, what's this like? Just great. The, um, their Dior boots that they had on, according to Sean uh, from uh, Sean Ross, is uh, were $7,000, um, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah, Anthony Gogo. I like this. I saw a lot of criticism of people are like, oh, well, you know, uh, because the you know the match gets stopped after one punch, uh, that means that all matches should get stopped after one punch. It's like, no, it means that this guy's punch stops matches. I mean, does everything have to be spoon-fed to people? I mean, it's unbelievable. I don't buy it. He's an Olympic boxer, you know, like... He's got the Olympic rings on his jacket. He talks about how he's a boxer. I think he's great. The the governor, I, I love all of it. Um, this is one okay. This is one faction where the main guy should not be doing the promos. <laughs> the manager QT Marshall should not wrestle. Should not do any of the promos. Um, you know, if he wants to stand out there and get TV time, fine, I suppose. Um, the Chris Jericho Dax Harwood match was fantastic as well. Um, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about how the blood and guts match is too quick uh, for a conclusion to this feud. It won't be the conclusion to the feud. Um, It's on Dynamite, so uh, it's only a few weeks away. Um, If you watch those old War Games uh, matches, a lot of the time something will happen where it becomes a long-term storyline. So someone gets beaten down really badly. I'm thinking Four Horsemen beating down Dusty, breaking his arm. I think it's 86 War Games. I think that happened. I might be making this up off the top of my head, but that sounds right. I think something like that will happen. Um, there's no way that they're going to blow off the Pinnacle versus Inner Circle in three weeks. It's just not going to happen. So that criticism's unfounded. This is the thing that kind of... it. <clears throat> There's a whole criticism industry that's based on assumptions. And I could see why if you were a wrestler or running a wrestling promotion, you'd start to get really frustrated by it because people fantasy book, um, and I'm not so, you know, Matt and I are, you know, I feel like we try, I mean, we're very critical of WWE, but everyone else, I feel like we try to be supportive. But, you know, like I've already in the last couple of days, you hear like, oh, well, you know, um, this feud's great, but it's going to be too short. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, one, you don't know that that's going to be the blow-off to the feud. And two, like, even if it is, 
there's no like there's no way that this <clears throat> that <clears throat> this story is MJF versus Jericho, right? Like that's how this that's how this feud ends. So the inner circle and pinnacle are not going to stop fighting. I mean, you just got to stop and think. People need to grab a brown paper bag and have a deep huff into it before they start recording their podcasts and videos and shit after wrestling at the moment. It's just, it's hyperbolic. It's hysterical. It's over the top. Um, You know, it's like, oh, I love the inner circle versus... uh, Pinnacle, but it's going to be over in two weeks. You don't fucking know that, you know. And just because you've got a YouTube channel or or a podcast doesn't mean that you're going to be right. Anyway, sorry, that's my little uh, my little whinge. There was so much that happened here. Mike Tyson was actually quite good. They didn't overuse him. Uh, he wasn't constantly getting involved in the match. He got involved when he needed to. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Chris Statlander looks amazing. And every Khan coin that was, uh, shout out to WrestleTalk with the Khan coin, but every Khan coin that uh, was um, spent <clears throat> to get the, the Pixies theme song for the best friends is, is so worth it. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see Chris Statlander <clears throat> getting involved in the women's division. Um <coughs> Uh, yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it. The, the last match didn't do a lot for me, if I'm going to be brutally honest. I know a lot of people are really into it. Um, I'm going to be brutally honest. I don't know if Darby Allen does that much for me. You know, I've given him a year and a half. You know, I've liked the little vignettes and stuff that he does. There are times when I'm into him. There are times when I'm not. Him wrestling Matt Hardy really doesn't do much for me maybe it's more Matt Hardy than Darby maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Darby but um yeah just anything you know Matt Hardy like yeah um it's difficult because you know Matt can be really useful and obviously you want to give him screen time and stuff and and I'm sure people would tune in to see Matt Hardy um but yeah I just think you've got I mean, they did 1.2 million in the ratings this week, so I, I can't accuse Tony of, Tony of uh, not booking the show well, but I just, I don't know. I just, uh, maybe there's more star power that you could get into the company so you don't have to have Matt Hardy's, you know. I, I feel like Matt's a, a mid-card draw at best, if a draw, you know. Um I don't know. I find, I think you have to be you yourself. If you if you're gonna do a John Cena United States um, open challenge thing, or even what Cody was doing last year, which Matt and I were really enjoying, if you're gonna do that, the person who's on every week needs to be really magnetic. And I know, obviously, AEW and TNT are getting that from Darby Allen, so they're obviously getting feedback from people that. Darby Allen's a draw um, through the ratings and stuff. And that's cool. If that's happening, great. But just me personally, I think, you know, if you, I mean, obviously everyone's kind of in feuds, but a Christian Cage with the TNT title 
each week wrestling you know for two three months you know your up and comer of the week or whatever i'm into that because uh, i don't know if darby's skill set is that great in ring i think you know he's kind of more of a stuntman than he is a wrestler now that's not you know it's the kind of thing that people said about mick foley and all that kind of so i don't want to get people upset too much but i just in what was an excellent episode of dynamite this was and i was so in uh i just gotta say the last 20 minutes i kind of trailed off a little bit i just found myself looking at my phone a bit um you know the run-ins i was like oh you know what like and then sting and um the murder hawk are getting involved and there was just there was just a lot um and uh you know i i I don't know. I just, it wasn't awful. It like you know, it was. It would still be the best thing on any WWE show. Uh, but it. I don't know. It just. Um, I don't know. The coffin drop. The coffin drop off the off the scatterfolding uh, through onto the stage with Matt Hardy on on the table uh, was pretty great. Um, but yeah. Um, Really good episode. I'm sorry about the sort of lackluster performance today, guys. I really, really have been uh, close to hospitalization this week. So I've had to pull myself off uh, my deathbed to to come and do the episode for you. Um, we will have, uh, I am starting to feel better, so I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll live, but, um, yeah, so Matt and I are recording our next, uh, Nitro episode. I apologize for the quality of audio for the last couple. Um, we have built new studios and are using new systems and, um, it was just a, a human error fuck up on my end. Um, so that won't happen again. We've worked out what that is. So, um, you should be getting pretty primo audio quality from now on um we are still in the process we would have had patreon up and running by this time but again my illness and matt being on holiday uh has gotten the way of that but um we've also got a couple of things that we're thinking of doing for patreon uh or patron fan or patrons or patreons um of like exclusive series and stuff like that so but we'll um we'll tell you more about that once we've actually decided that um, I'm going to go and curl up and die, guys, but uh, thank you for all your support. You can follow us. Uh, our website is uh, captivatefm.com backslash WrestleWolf. I think that's right. That's probably not right. You can find just type in WrestleWolf with the first thing that comes in. I want to thank uh, Captivate FM for hosting us. Um, find us on the socials. Um, leave a review for us either at uh, Podcaster um or uh at uh, on apple podcast um but until next time brother friends pepe is dead